evening. Today is Sunday, the 20th, September 20th. Sunday scaries, end of summer, beginning of fall. It sure feels that way. It's toast. Absolutely. It is. And it's it's cooled off now. There's a, there's a point today where I almost considered turning the heat on the house. I was like, it's my room gets very, very cold. So the heat has been turned on here since really since yesterday. Nice. But if we nice, did turn it on, I don't think we need to turn it on for very long, but I did a nice hot apple cider bourbon cocktail last night. Nice. How's that? Surprisingly good. Definitely weird to make and cinnamon sticks are wildly expensive. Yes, they are. I was weird, right? Oh my God. I don't know why. Like there's so many people that want cinnamon sticks. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I, um, back a little while ago, I used, um, cinnamon sticks to, um, ferment in a jug full of like, um, fireball and apple cider. Nice. And so I just like stuck cinnamon sticks in there and like kept it in the fridge for like a couple of days. And it turned out to be a really, really cool drink. That could be something I could get behind. I will say this too much cinnamon is not a good thing in my opinion, but Correct. If there's just enough cinnamon, like, you know, it's going to be a rocking good time. And you know that fall is around the corner, if not already here. No doubt. No doubt. Well, today, folks, we have our first guest on the podcast. Big day. Yep. Big day. Um, We're not exactly sure how this is going to go, but we will surely find out here in a brief moment. At this point, Um, we are at the point of no return, just uh, for legal liability purposes. Yeah. Yeah. this man hails from uh, the state of New York, more specifically Long Island, New York. Um, he lives in. Yep, yeah, <laughs> nice. He lives in Fort Lauderdale, Florida now, as work has taken him there. Oh man! Checks on my icy light just thinking about it. <laughs> he goes by no, none other than the name Jared Black, and we're going to join him here in the call here in just a second. Um, he this is a very our... bombastic personality, so just prepare yourself. Yep, should be an interesting one. So uh, let's see if we can get Jared onto the call here. Caller on line one, please. Caller on line one. You have 60 seconds and only one guess. Mr. Jared Black. Mr. Jared Black, can you hear us? Check, check, check. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Five by five. five by nice. What's going on, man? Welcome to the 20 take, brother. Thank you. Uh, really honored to uh, to be a part of it. A long-time listener, first-time caller, and uh, happy to be here. Caller on line one, please. Could you, uh, <laughs> could you tell us a little more about yourself? Yeah, I am, uh, I'm a recent graduate of Kent State University. Uh, Boo. Yeah, yeah. Lay that, <laughs> that out. Yeah, probably. I'm a, I'm a recent graduate of university. Uh, of a four-year university um, nestled in the worst part of the country. Um, and, uh, but, uh, you know, I loved every second of it. I made some incredible friends, uh, which led me to this wonderful podcast. Uh, I have a degree in aeronautics, and I work for a, uh, a, a private jet company. Did you just read us your Tinder profile or what? Uh, hinge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I heard you've met a lovely lady off Hinge. Is that true? I, I did meet a lovely lady off Hinge. Wow. With the, uh, shout out Hinge, sponsor us. There you go. Yeah, shout out Hinge. Lovely lady with a, with a Pittsburgh connection, no? 
uh, one of her roommates, I believe, from Mars. None of that Seneca Valley shit. But uh, so, Jared, uh, we appreciate your your longtime listening status. And we're happy to have you on today. What uh, what topics do you have for us? Um, you know, I've, I've been thinking about it, you know, since you guys uh, let me know that I was going to be a guest. I've, I've had about a week to uh, on my commutes to work. I've thought about the different various topics I wanted to discuss. And I think one that you and I have had um, feverishly for the last six months, Mike, is the upcoming election. And I know everybody hates to talk about politics, but I, I, feel, like, I feel like there's a lot of people in the boat that share the same feeling that many, you know, I think there's many, many people that share this feeling. And uh, it's that there's no good choice. There is, they, the system has failed us in that there is no real clear choice of, man, I really like that candidate more than this candidate, or, or I really like this candidate because X, Y, Z. It's more of, I like this candidate because I, you know, I don't like the other candidate. Um, you know, and, and I, I think that's a very strong, you know, topic to discuss on a Take 20 podcast, 20 Take, Take 20 um, but, uh, I wanted to get your opinion, you know, obviously, uh, you know, you're not a huge fan of the, the current president in chief. Um, but, uh, I wanted to get your opinion, your, your guys' opinion on that, on, on the whole, really, we kind of got failed by the system because there really isn't a good choice here. You either, you either go with the, the 78 year old or however old uh, Joe Biden is, he's, He's, you know, he's a little senile and, or you either go with the, the, the crazy man. I mean, the, the crazy man that, that calls the other world leaders with nuclear power, you know, a little rocket man. I mean, that's, I, I don't know which one, I mean, you know, you decide your fate. It's going to be terrible either way, but you know, I think this is definitely the calm before the storm. And what I mean by that is I think we should really enjoy the next five weeks because I think if you already thought life as you know it changed in March, I think you should, I know I'm always Debbie Downer, but I think you should buckle up because I think November to January and possibly November on, it's going to look even more different than it does now. The new normal. The new normal is, in fact, the bizarre retrospect <laughs> because. I think regardless of who wins or loses this election, I think there's going to be rioting in the streets. I think there's going to be violence. I think there's going to be unease and turmoil. Fez? I agree. Um, I think it's coming down to a lot of people as like a pick your poison type of deal. here. Right. Um, both sides um, are going to like one side or the other are going to um, not be happy. Pick people on both sides. Yeah, I think the yeah. rhetoric um, on the side of Donald Trump is truly unbelievable. Truly, well, the remarks are stunning. Really stunning. It's funny you bring that up, Mike. And and I've done some some research into it. Well, my own research, really, and my own, I, I guess, learning about the subject. But I've never seen and and, and you know agree with me if you, if you if you agree here, but uh, or agree or disagree. But I've never seen a candidate with such a devout following for him and his family than Donald Trump. I've never seen anything like it. Like 
these these people aren't even they 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 I don't think they even under they don't even know well I don't think he even understands his own policy but I don't think they even know what his policy is I think they are just diehard almost like a like a celebrity you know like the Kardashians right they're 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 I know many females and males but. Many females that keeping up with the Trumps that well that right that keeping up with the Kardashians right like they the, the Kardashians have really nothing to really give to society I mean you know I, I don't really think there's you know what I mean <laughs> um, but uh, it's it's almost yeah it's keeping up with the Trumps and I've never seen if you go to his rallies uh, you know his, his his followers are so obsessed with Donald Jr. and Eric and Baron and Melania. And Ivanka, they're, they're just, they love them so much. And that's, that's kind of, that's odd to me, right? You know, I don't, I don't think when Obama was running or, you know, even John McCain, I don't, I don't think anybody was like, oh man, I, I can't wait to see Barack become president, then Sasha become president, then Malia become president. I, I, I've seen many shirts that say Donald, you know, Donald, and then Donald Jr., then Eric, then Ivanka. 2025, you know, 2024 to 2028, you know, like I've, I've never seen, yeah, I've just, I've never seen such a following for uh, a certain candidate actually based on him, not on his politics. You know, they, mm. they're Trump fans because they just like Trump. I don't think they really understand the political. I think his name carries a certain nostalgia with it that is timeless. It's not just 2016 and, uh, into the past and well actually into the present and into the future he's had a name for himself since the early 80s and it's always come with a lot of controversy even you know late 80s taking out that new york times ad about the uh central park five i mean the man carries a lot of controversy everywhere he goes and i think he likes that because all publicity is good publicity unfortunately in this country mm. Yeah, I, I think I think he loves to hear himself talk, um, and I, I don't think he actually even really understands what he what he's saying until after. I don't think he ever understands really. I think it just flows out, and I think the problem is, I guess it's a problem in some people's eyes and and a good thing in others, but is that I think his followers really like that, right? They he's so brash, he's so. You know, they're bringing their worst, Mexicans are bringing their worst people, you know. He's really saying what I believe a lot of these people are probably thinking. And, you know, they're just bigots, right? And so I think they they assimilated with that. Now, the one interesting thing about this in this whole, in this whole thing is that um, they're nothing, his followers and supporters are nothing like him. And, and you're going to be like, well, what do you mean? Uh, you know, he, he's, he's Matt, a white that's what people forget. He is nothing like you. Uh, so he, and he just, wants nothing right? to do with you. Fedge, mm-hmm. give it to me. He's nothing like his followers. His followers are from the Midwest. And uh, he's from New York City. He went to private school in Ivy League. And they are farmers. I don't understand yeah. the correlation. He, I don't know. He brings the worst out in his, in his people. That's the way I see it the way he carries himself on a day-to-day basis. I just don't under, I don't get it. You know, I don't, it's, it's honestly mind blowing to me. 
it's uh and 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 i don't even let it choose to like bother me too much anymore i'm just i feel like we're all just so used to it right you can that's the problem that's a big problem my opinion um you know coming election that's coming and people are just like well how could it get worse right so so something i've noticed is you know i you know i've been standoffish my whole life everybody knows that but it used to be cool when i was like the only standoffish person in the room because I could just sort of bully my my way through it, you know. But that is not the case anymore. This presidency has sort of lit that infuriating fire in all of us, where I am the quiet mouth in the room now, because everybody is up in arms about everything, every aspect of their life. People are edgy, people are standoffish, and I think that it starts at the rhetoric on 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. It sucks for me because, like, <laughs> I looked forward to that. You know, I now my outbursts don't mean anything because the next five people to my left have more strong air outbursts than I do. I mean, take the good with the bad. It's true. It's apples to oranges. I'd like to transition the subject to some big news in the world of bar, barstool sports. That's one of my favorites. So, Dave Portnoy, absolute box of chocolates. I think he would agree the same thing. You never know what you're going to get with him. I don't think he even knows what he's going to say before he opens his mouth. He's had a lot of great comments I loved, a few that I think he knows he sounds like an idiot and shouldn't have said it, but overall, definitely an asset to society, right? Mm -hmm. Did any of you see where he happened to be this past week? I did. Where was he? Uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Jared, could you say it a little louder? Uh, Yinsburg, Pennsylvania. There it is. Nice. So he um, he became involved with the ever-famous pizza reviews in my hometown in southwestern Pennsylvania and attended three different pizza shops in the city and western suburbs, respectively. I was a big fan of his – time in Pittsburgh. And from what I gathered, he is infatuated with the Commonwealth. Not only did I hear he lives in Eastern state, but you could just tell the real grit and passion he had looking around and and interacting with the natives. Well, I I think he, as much as he says, as much as he rags on New Yorkers and people from Philadelphia, I think he really respects the amount of grit that, uh, you know, Pennsylvanians show. Uh, in terms of, you know, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, you know, he's obviously a diehard Boston guy, you know, born and raised. Um, but, but you can tell that, you know, he'll call, the, he'll call Philly fans Philly scumbags, but you can tell he loves, he loves being around them because they're just as gritty and hardworking as any other Northeastern city. I will say that I think Philly fans are still scumbags. Um, you can quote me on that. Anyway. Well, I, 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 don't, I don't disagree at all. I, I think there are some of the, the – there's one NHL arena where I will not wear my beloved Islanders jersey if I were to go watch a game, you know, game there, and uh, it's Philadelphia at the Wells Fargo Center. I wouldn't wear it. Um, hmm. I think if, the, if it was the Penguins, I think you might have a large enough contingency. Yeah, uh, right. Other... I would wear a Penguins jersey because – it is strength in numbers. It's only a three-and-a-half, four-hour drive, so there are a lot of uh, Pittsburgh people together. I don't think I would wear a Steelers jersey nowadays no. at an Eagles game. I'll be honest with you. Nope. Nope. It's just one of those where oh. you uh, – Actually, we're talking to a native, ladies and gentlemen. Noah McDonald spent oh, many summers vacationing and working 
in eastern Pennsylvania. Noah, take it away. <laughs> no, Philadelphia is quite the place. So I worked in northeast Philly, which is like an actual – it's not – it is northeast of Philadelphia, but the actual place is called northeast Philadelphia. Peony. Yeah, and uh, it was um, full of just – I mean, it, everybody there is just a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Um, that's the theme of the episode today, box of chocolates. Box of doorknobs. It could be whatever the box is – whatever is in the box. Yeah. It's, it, but, a jack-in-the-box, per se. Yeah. I mean, even, even the people in my office that I worked with, it was just, it was, everybody was just oh so different. Um, they all had this, like, this, they were all, everybody kind of, it's just, it's funny there. Everybody kind of deals with their own bullshit. And once they w- go into work, they kind of just throw it to the side. And you notice that. It's just like, they're not going to really talk about it. But if you want to talk to them about it, they'll, they'll, talk, they'll, your just, ear off about they'll it. talk your ear up like crazy about all the shit that's going on in their life. But I mean, you can just tell everybody's pissed off to be there <laughs> every single day, but they'll, they'll go and do it every day. Like I know people that took the bus to work every single day to work. And that was just, that's just what they're used to. And uh, for a while, I just couldn't even understand it, but yeah, the people there are just, they're just gritty and they're just used to what they're used to. And um, it's a pretty interesting dynamic to say the least. Um, I don't think I'd want to live there full time by any means. Otherwise I feel like I'd already be there, but um I mean, just, just given off of the experience I had there, uh, I had a pretty good foot in the door, but I just, that's no place I, I really want to be. Um, another interesting comment that Dave Portnoy made during one of his pizza reviews that I actually sent to you, Mike, because I wanted your thoughts on it. He comes out of the pizza shop and says, I don't know. I, and I don't know the exact quote, but he goes, I don't know why people think this is the Northeast. This isn't the Northeast. This is the Midwest. This was how long from New York? They, they, now, I want you to elaborate on this because this is a debate that we have had multiple times about Pittsburgh being in the Midwest or the Northeast. Now, I know from research that, from what I can tell, you have corrected me, and it is technically, from everything I can find, Northeast. That's what it's considered. But I want to hear your thoughts on the beloved Dave Portnoy saying that it is in the Midwest. So, again, Dave Portnoy, let me preface it with great guy, often tends to make comments off the cusp where he maybe doesn't have all the facts, a.k.a. exhibiting less than second-grade-level geography by identifying Pittsburgh as a Midwest city. Uh, Common misconception, a lot of people do it. It's okay. I did pass high school geography, so I do know that Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is in the Northeast. And I'll say this, an age-old question in the city of Pittsburgh, is it Midwest, is it Northeast? I will accept two answers. I'll accept Mid-Atlantic or I will accept Northeast. I will not accept Midwest because when I'm doing, I don't think it's far enough. When I'm doing landscaping on my neighbor's house, which is four stories and each story opens out to a, a door that puts you on ground level. That is not the Midwest. When I think of the Midwest, I think of flat farms. I think of flat farms. I think of a lot of cattle, stuff like that. I don't think of Pittsburgh as the Midwest. Pittsburgh is very hilly. It's very rocky. It's very tight, narrow. Um, the streets are windy. Everything is compact. You look in the Midwest and the suburbs span 60, 70, 80 miles, right? The, the suburbs in Pittsburgh are no more than 10, 12 miles at the most. It's a very compact city. Same with Philadelphia. New York's a little different because it's just such a vast area. 
So it's hard to call New York compact because it is compact in many ways, but it's not compact in others because the suburbs of New York span hundreds of miles. You see what I'm saying? But same with Boston. You ever been to Boston? It's all, it's all compact in there. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, I, I definitely, I dispute that claim and uh, I'd be open to debating that with anybody. I agree. Um, I did just look up and we, we don't really trust Wikipedia around here, but uh, Pittsburgh is listed as a mid-Atlantic region city on the Wikipedia page as well. Yeah, mid-Atlantic, so would, I would what, accept that. It is mid-Atlantic, <laughs> it's fair. So would you then consider it to be Northeast as well as mid-Atlantic? I would, then? I would, yeah. Well, I, how I, could it be associated with the Atlantic Ocean if it's not considered <laughs> in the East? So if, it was considered in the Med- if it was considered a Midwest, it could not be considered mid-Atlantic. Uh, because um, yeah, some some other notable cities on here in the in the Mid Atlantic region DC? that would be Virginia Beach is there, which makes sense. Um, Buffalo, New York. No, I dispute that. No, I dispute that one. Nor- Norfolk, Virginia. I, yep, that one's fine. Okay. So in my opinion, there's a mentality that sense. goes with with every area. <laughs> if you say hey. Describe for me somebody from the Pacific Northwest. I would think of somebody who is maybe sort of laid back, kind of in with voodoo, sort of extra progressive, right? When I would think of somebody who is in the South, I would think of, you know, people who are, again, laid back, sort of charming, sort of working at their own pace. You know what I mean? When I think of Midwest, I think friendly, hospitable, um, Maybe a little quirky from time to time. But when I Definitely. think of Northeast, I, I, it's also a persona. The people of Pittsburgh are a lot different from the people of Indianapolis, which are a lot different from the people of Chicago, which are a lot different from the people of Boston. It's a hard, brash, sort of cynical, you know, up in your face sort of thing. <clears throat> unforgiving. It's unforgiving. Yeah. They're unforgivingly cynical. So you're basically what to end up that subject. You're going to say that his comments were pretty bogus. I would just say that misguided. It may appear to somebody who lives in Upper New England that Pittsburgh could be in the Midwest. I I understand how he may have used conjecture there. I do because it is far from Boston. It's a nine-hour drive. Mm-hmm. I've done it, but yep. it is in fact not not the Midwest. It not is. terrain. Not. Uh, <clears throat> not um, civilians. Yeah. Um, we have uh, a bit of breaking news. This is a fun one going off of when we just had our conversation about Donald Trump um, headline here, woman suspected of sending a poisoned letter mm-hmm. to Trump has been arrested. Mm-hmm. I mean, let me just ask you this. I, I don't want anybody to read like, I think the problem is everybody's like, oh, it must be staged fake. I think like nobody, the problem is nobody believes anything anymore. Like we're at this point where like, I guess everybody's so cynical. Oh man, it must've been staged by the Russians who were working with the, like, now here's my other thing for this lady. Like, do you think the mail going into the white house addressed to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue? Do you think that mail is not screened? Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know if anybody's ever seen a Secret Service detail for when the president is around. But they, if, if 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 he's coming in a, in a week, they they like sweep every manhole covered within the five mile radius of where he's even going to be. So um, mm. I, I don't know what she was thinking. Um, besides the fact that she may just be an idiot. Um, I mean, we just have to accept the fact that she might she be a moron. Be. 
Um, yeah, she might be stupid. Yeah. So I will say that it is weird with these strong fail safes in place for people like Donald Trump, uh, Queen Elizabeth, President Merkel of Germany. It's always one of those situations where it's dumb enough that it just might work. Like the person that puts on the janitor costume and gets into the White House because the multiple guards in the system maybe actually believe that this person is a janitor and the security slips through the cracks. It brings me to a story of five years ago or so, this man that broke into Buckingham Palace on multiple occasions and just sort of walked around. At one point, waking up Queen Elizabeth from her sleep in the middle of the night just to say hello. I mean, stuff like that. How does that happen? How right. every right. Was, nobody like, was nobody like, what is this guy doing walking into the Queen's bedroom? No, he right. would. You can read the story. It may have been five years ago, it may have been 25, but I remember reading it and it was like, not only, and talk about the nerve of some people, not only did he break in, but he also snuck into the kitchen and like ate a bunch of food, classic, you know, you give someone an inch, they take a mile. Right. And then he woke her up, like tapped on the shoulder, said, hey, hey, just wanted to say hello. Like, what is that about? Like, how obnoxious is that? Like, That's just creepy. Yeah, it's creepy as crap. Yeah. Um, she was uh, arrested at the U.S. and Canadian border trying to enter the U.S. from Canada. I almost said Canada. Canada. Yeah. yeah. And she was carrying a gun oh. and arrested by U.S. authorities. Always a firearm, isn't it? She's got a gun. She's got a gun. Get down. Right. There have been some car robberies in my neighborhood over the past few days. Um, or, More of them? I'm sorry? More of them? Um, No. Did we talk about it last week? Maybe we did. We, we did. Yeah, not to my knowledge. I know that, well, actually, like four or five days ago, a car was actually stolen. Unfortunately, it was not mine. But a, another car was stolen um, a couple blocks away from here. So, uh, I mean, that, it's a crazy area you live in over there. Well, it's, it's really nice, and I'm surprised by this. But next time I am going to put, when I go to bed at night, a free sign in the windshield hopefully that nice. will. now i um i heard your last episode and you, you were talking about your beloved volo um and uh i did want to just mention that if i ever do make uh you know 10 20 30 million dollars uh one of my first gifts would be buying you a polestar uh what is that polestar but it's the highest end volo you can get with uh it's the if you if you need to you can give it a Google search there, but it, it's a like high end Volvo, um, and I, I figured I mean if that if that's just not the best gift that I could get for a Volvo lover like you, then I don't know what is. Um, that um, but the second thing I actually wanted to talk about from from last episode as well was I know you guys were talking about the roundabout and that nobody can can navigate them or circumnavigate right. actually. Um, and I know Mike referenced uh, at, at one point asked you Noah if it was a Jeep Wrangler uh, that was driving the wrong way. Yes. And the reason he asked that was because I think it's one of Mike's favorite videos of all time. Um, I'm already smiling. It, it's it's a video of me driving to class, uh, going. I think I was making the. I only had to do one exit on the roundabout, <laughs> coming from the blue track and going down Summit. Um, and, uh, all of a sudden I'm driving and I see this Jeep Wrangler 
straight in coming like it incoming towards me in my and, and you know that has the the grass uh median so it's not like you can be confused on like you know which side of the road you're on you know this lady literally comes within inches of and i actually had a rental car at the time i think my car was in the shop but comes within inches of my vehicle and and i i'm really left speechless i normally always have something to say I was left speechless. I think I only said, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And when the lady went past, she looked at me like, like I had four heads, like that I was, like, that I was the crazy person. Not, you know, I, I mean, Mike, if you want to add anything to that. Oh, my God, you don't. So I actually would like to take it one step further. I'm going to kind of raise the stakes here. I think we should try to input that video onto our Twitter page for people to see. I can definitely send it over to uh, to one of you guys. And, Edgy, yeah, is that possible? It's possible. Is that how Twitter works? I don't. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that would be that would be awesome for the viewers to actually see what we're talking. I mean, this I lady see that in real me. life, it would really excite you, kind of get you going a little bit because it is off the chain funny. <laughs> I just could, you know it was it was like it was one of those things you really just could not believe it was happening. I. And so the, at the end of the video, you know, if you guys do check it out on, on when we post this on Twitter, um, she basically realizes, I guess, that she's in the wrong uh, when she comes within inches of my vehicle and basically uses her Jeep as like a collateral of those off-road Jeeps that crawl. She basically hops over the, the median, the sidewalk. She's driving on the sidewalk. Um, and then she turns and turns her head and looks at me right in the eyes as if I thought I was doing something wrong, as if I was, I mean, as if I was the village idiot, you know, <laughs> the village people. Yeah. I mean, it, what, what, what do you even think in that situation? What, what, were, what was going through your head? Uh, you he know, be struck speechless. If uh, you can <laughs> listen to the audio within the video, that I think is the funniest part because it is truly the voice of somebody who is in fear of their lives, not from this person's bad driving, but like, what the hell else are they capable of? Right. <laughs> what is this person? You no, know, like, what, what are they doing? Are they trying to like, do they not like me? Are they like, do they know who I am? Right. And, and they basically are targeting me and they're, they're going to just gas it and go full speed head on. To me. <laughs> like, you know, they might. Like, what, you never know. What are they about to do? It, it, you never know. Um, you know, it, uh -huh. It's it's kind of like uh, it, it's one of those situations that you always wish happened, and then maybe you, you you ran in your head a couple times that like if it ever did happen, and then it actually happened, but you didn't react how you how you uh, maybe played it out in your head. Um, this happened with me a couple months ago as well. I got pulled over. A, a I got you know quote unquote pulled over. I made a I guess these two lanes merged to one, and uh, I kind of ended up uh, making a left turn from the center lane. And uh, this Toyota Camry, I, I see like, basically like he, he almost crashed and then basically started following me. I pulled over because I was at my destination. This like 21 year old kid gets out of the car and goes, uh, you, uh, you made a, um, you made a, you know, the left turn. I said, yeah, sorry, I made a mistake. Didn't realize the, the, the left turn. I didn't realize, you know, both lanes didn't go left. Sorry about that. He, he goes, oh, I'm with the Nassau County Police. I said, really? That's very interesting. I said, do you have any form of ID? I'm not, you know, I'm not stopping for you if you're not, you know, going to 
pull out a badge or, or some sort of identification that, that identifies you as a, as a law enforcement officer. He goes, uh, yeah, he pulls out a, um, a ID card that said Nassau County Police Explorer. That's basically like you're a, like a 12-year-old and they give you this card and they're like, oh, you can be a police officer for a day, kid. That's like... You're, um, you're like a fake camp counselor. Yes, like almost like a kid. Uh, you know you are? You're a traffic guard at the county events. That's what you are. You wear like a little vest and you, you direct traffic. But I basically said, I said this to this kid, are you a law enforcement officer? He goes, no, but I can call one. I said, so can I. Get back in your bleeping car um, before I call the cops. Get back in your fucking car. You can say and, on the show. And... Um, it's explicit podcast. But uh, yeah, you know, in my head, I've always played that. Like I was going to call the cops on this kid. I was going to get him arrested for impersonating a police officer. That would have been so awesome in your you face. Beat him up. Yeah. You know, I played a bunch of these scenarios in my head. And you know what the thing was? It was just like, it wasn't worth my time. To even you know, he, something's wrong with this kid that he thinks he's a police officer. Like I, I basically told him off and told him to get going. And uh, it, you know, that, that was it. But, one of those scenarios where you play it differently in your head and you know, it doesn't, maybe you don't have all the courage to actually do what you played in your head kind of, uh, kind of, kind of thing. It's all about thinking quick, my brother. Yes, it is. But, uh, yeah, You've been uh, saying that a lot. You've been saying my brother a lot. Love yeah, it. I don't know what's going on with that. Are you, Somebody are you... got me started on that uh, and I've just taken it and run with it. I think it is such a great, Thing like oh what's good brother like it's nice it's nice have you guys found have you guys found the mountain yet that's been missing or what are you talking about um, yeah I mean the missing mountain brewery it's in uh, Kent Ohio or Akron Ohio and there's a mountain apparently it's missing and they're but they they just keep on serving alcohol without uh without looking for the mountain yeah I don't understand. That is sort of an inside joke, and the listeners are, in fact, not on the inside. That's right. That's right. They're on the outside. So the options are we could make them in the inside, or we could just leave it alone. Uh, whatever you guys are up to, I, your podcast. I'm going to turn that one to Fej. I am now out of the conversation. <laughs> I can't, man. I, <laughs> I can't make that decision. Look at that comb over. I love it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my let's save it let's save that one for a rainy day let's save that one for our next guest who actually i don't uh, know if it is our know, guest but it will be a guest down the road i'm sure who will yeah. be able to uh speaking of guests on the show speaking of guests on the show mike got me really good the other day as i was driving to work uh-huh. uh, you know what and i will tell you this guys i uh listeners i i have been deserving this for a very long time and it actually uh, multiple uh occasions um i once prank called michael as uh as the kent state university police department uh in which i left a message and uh instead of calling the number that he got back mike just looked up the kent state university police number gave it you know actually gave him a call and it turns out that the woman who i whose name i made up actually was the receptionist at the Kent State University Police Department. And, uh, and Mike uh, had, a, had a very strong argument uh, with a law enforcement officer at, at, at Kent State University. So. Let me clarify that, as all things should, 
He claimed to be a Cindy, Officer Cindy. Dot, 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 dot. Didn't hear the last name, but there was a fake last name. And I just called the main hotline. I said, I need to speak to the Cindy, Officer Cindy, who's on duty. To which I engaged Officer Cindy because I thought I was being framed for a crime that happened at my house. (laughs) At which point I engaged Cindy. I had hung up with Cindy and then the sergeant had called me and I engaged the sergeant and the sergeant said, you and I are going to have a real problem. And I said, why don't I come up there right now after work and you and I handle it? Uh, It was not a good situation. I mouthed off to him and I can only imagine what the hell he was thinking. He was just having a normal day. All of a sudden there's somebody confessing to a crime that never occurred. Definitely a very odd situation across the board. Now we we don't fuck with each other enough like that anymore. I know, no. unfortunate. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Too- we used to do like crazy shit like that all the time. Yeah, we need to start doing a little bit more of that. Anyway, I called Jared. I said, "Hey, you're a second guest today. Who was going to be your first guest?" It was a um, X Flame. An, an X Flame that I I really did think was serious. It was very believable the way he made it. Uh, the way he made it sound, I, I was like, oh, yeah, that definitely sounds like something Bro. She, she would do. Because um, I saw Noah did put out on, on Twitter, if you would like to be a guest, let me know. And, and I could totally see her calling in and say, hey, I would love to be a guest and tell you about, you know, whatever, I, whatever goes on in my life. You know? so. I will say this, ladies and gentlemen, I had him defecating in his chair. I had him crapping at his desk. Oh, Pesci, within the back of the lap. <laughs> that would have been something, huh? Oh. I, you know, I really, I wasn't, I wasn't angry. I was just upset. I wasn't angry. I was upset. Yeah, Who knows? Maybe I should really be the angry. guest next week. Really, really angry. <laughs> so, when when are you and your new uh, girlfriend get married? When's that happening? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, we uh, we're taking things taking things one day at a time. I heard she has a Pennsylvania you know? connection. I'm just kidding. She does have a Pennsylvania, but oddly enough, she's actually from <clears throat> from my hometown uh, on Long Island. But we met in Florida. Where are you from? Uh... Long Island, New York. <laughs> what was that? I didn't hear you. What did you say? Long Island, New York. <laughs> so Jared Black has this thing where. If you haven't noticed thus far in the podcast, something I love and really do admire, there seems to be a little bit of a heavy exhale at the end of a lot of his <sighs> statements, not necessarily interrogatives or commands, but regular statements tend to inter I'm sorry, tend to conclude with a little bit of a, you know, a heavy exhale, sort of similar like that. Oh, that situation is very attractive. Jared, give us an example. I can't, I can't do you justice. I, yeah, I, I'll give you a good one that you, you, really, uh, you really got me on the other day. Uh, that one's going to catch on like wildfire. That one's going to catch on like wildfire. <laughs> now, the thing is about this, folks, is that I don't really, uh, I don't really catch myself doing it. It's, it's uh, I guess, I wouldn't call it a tick. It's, I guess, just a mannerism that I have that, that I guess is just engraved into my linguistic characteristics. Is it from the tongue? 
thing? It, nice. Nice. We know, now that you brought that up, why don't you share with the audience what, what you're making fun of me for? I mean, it's <laughs> real, that's real nice. Yeah, why do you, why do you, why do you share? You know, last, time like last time I'm on Long Island, I'm talking to Jared's mother, lovely woman. And I was like, you know, sometimes he does these like heavy exhales. Like what the hell's going on there? She goes, oh, it has to be because of his tongue. And I'm like, I don't know. I got a Pittsburgh accent. He's got a New York accent. Maybe I'm not hearing what she's saying. I said, come again. She goes, his tongue. I said, what's wrong with his tongue? She goes, well, he, he has had an oversized tongue his whole life. It doesn't fit his mouth like most people's tongue. I've never heard this before. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! And that leads to, I believe, the excessive sneezing when he's full, and the heavy exhale when he is intense about a statement. I mean, that doesn't summarize me in, in three uh, in three odd mannerisms. Then I I don't know what does. I don't know what does. I, I, damn right. right. <laughs> I, you know, I, I love I love every single one of them. It makes me unique. Um, I, you know, I, I I I feel sorry for the the Clevelanders that are just so they're all the same, right? They have no uniqueness. There's no individuality. Says you look like a serial killer. Get off <laughs> that right now. Look like you're gonna about to go stab somebody at a uh, at a Seven Eleven. I, I will tell you this. I, I think one thing about the Northeast, Michael, and, and we'll bring it back to the Northeast here as we started with. So the, the Northeast always, you know, everybody has an individual personality there. Oh, very um, much so. Whether you like it or not. Right. Um, and uh, I, I found going to school in Ohio, a lot of people, not all, but a lot, just have the same personality. You know, they just, they all do the same things. Uh, they all go to the Indians games. They all root for the Cavs. They, they all love going to Barrio. You know, it's, it's Cleveland's a city Barrio. of, uh, of what is Cleveland? What Cleveland? Cleveland is a city of champions once again. No, Cleveland is a city. I just threw up in my with, mouth. With uh, without that lacks uniqueness, you know, it, it doesn't have anything unique to it, and uh, um, it, it, but there there is a, a, a place in my heart for Cleveland, Ohio. So I will. I will wait, uh, wait a shit on Cleveland, man. I, I had to. I, I just had to come on here and fecal, fecal again. He's being fecal again. That's the only. That's the only reason Jared decided to come on just to shit on yeah, everything about Cleveland for forty minutes. Don't be a jagoff. Wear a mask. Yeah, uh, Jared, what what do you have coming up in your week? Is there anything big, or is it just you know get in there, get in, clock in and clock out type of week? Um, yeah, you know it's uh, nothing <clears throat> too uh, too crazy here. Uh, I do get three day weekends. Uh, my schedule did just recently change. It was four days on, four days off. Now it's four days on, three days off. Um, Tuck. So um, Tuck. so uh, yeah, now just uh, I have tomorrow off as well. Um, nice. and, uh, uh, yeah, you know, going to go to work from Tuesday to Friday, put in, uh, put in some hard work, some effort, uh, definitely make some, uh, some flights go smoothly and make sure that, uh, the clients are happy and, and then, 
maybe go to the beach. You know, I, I live in a very warm weather state now here in Florida, and I definitely get to uh, to use use that beach all year round, which is nice. Um, but yeah, life is uh, life is as expected here in Florida. I would say, you know, uh, it's very difficult for somebody to, you know, Mike. You know, you know this. You just moved from Pittsburgh to Cleveland full time. Uh, for the first time in your life, you've lived in Pittsburgh your entire life, and now you're living somewhere else. Um, you know, what did that say? Don't be a jagoff. Wear a mask. <laughs> nice. There's actually a <laughs> bar down here, Mike. Uh, I forgot what it's called. It's a Pittsburgh bar down here in Fort Lauderdale. That and they, they sell shirts that say, uh, "I I drink with a bunch of jagoffs." I drink with yeah. Yeah, I uh, I have to say, so I, I used to use the t- well, used to. What am I saying? I still use the term like, hey, don't jag me off. And to the untrained ear, that can be hard to grasp at first because it implies innuendo that we're not insinuating, right? So like when I say it to somebody who's not really in on that type of uh, verbose, it's very strange to hear their reaction. Like they're not ready for it and don't like it, makes them uncomfortable. So I kind of like throwing that in from time to time. That's cool. Uh, Mike, what about you? Anything you got going on this week? Uh, what do I got going on this week? Uh, let me see here. <clears throat> Saki sports to watch. Um, other than that, I think we have a debate coming up. No, that'll be next week. We can talk about that uh, next Sunday. Mm-hmm. I would say, you know, my goal for this week is to just enjoy the last few slightly warm days of the year. It'll be in the mid-70s here which I'm excited for. I think I'll get up to 76 one day, but I do think it is um, all she wrote in that regard. And I do think it has the means to be a bleak winter. So I'm hoping to really enjoy these next few warm days. How about you, Noah? Um, Yeah, just working the rest of the week. This will be my third weekend off in a row. Nice. Congratulations. um, Which does not happen very often. Um, So looking forward to that. Um, I mean, aside from that, it's business as usual, man, as always, not a whole lot to do right now. So we just, uh, this is the point in the year where you really just got to sort of put your head down and just grind it out. You know, I mean, nobody, Yeah. what I, and again, I'm not a proponent of Halloween and we can talk about that next week. I am a proponent of Thanksgiving, but this is definitely the time of the year where you got to put your head down for the next two months and get ready for the night before Thanksgiving. That's all I got to say. Hey. More power to you, man. Now, I will. I would like to ask you this before we close out here. Do you guys? You, I'm sure none of you do, as do I. Um, I do not miss one bit the actual, you know, um, feeling of the well. The beginning of the semester is over. Now it's actually time. You know, you get the 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 period of like when you first started having exams in the semester. When like you know, because the first three weeks you don't really have any exams. No projects are due. No, you know, maybe there's some homework here and there, but you kind of can mosey through the first couple of weeks of the semester. And if you're, if you get caught off guard, you know, you could basically, you know, show up to class and then and they'll be like, Oh, well, there's an exam next week. Your first exam is next week. And you're like, well, I haven't been paying attention the first four weeks of this course. Um, I'm sure you guys don't miss that feeling of, of, of academia. No, no, no. I, I definitely, you know, I definitely miss some, some aspects of, of college, but that is definitely not one of them um, at, at, at any any point. I know the exact tie. You know, it's mid-September. It's like you're basically, 
you know, you're, you're figuring out if you're going to have to drop a class now because you don't know what's going on. Uh, I don't miss that feeling whatsoever. I would say mid to late September, especially this time of the year, depending on when your school starts and whatever level you're on, PhD, master's, grad, undergrad, uh, high school. This is definitely where you can safe to say we're putting into high gear. This is sort of the thick of it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's what it is. That's what we're here to discuss. This is why I think 20 Take exists. We are thick of it, guys, that just put our head down during the week, get our work done, and we can sort of reflect and evaluate on Sundays. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. That's, that's Sunday is, that's is such is. a terrible day for the most part. but an ominous time. What would you say? It's an ominous time. I remember in grade school thinking, I have to get up at 5.30 tomorrow for, like, seventh grade. Like, who the hell wants to do that at age 12? I, I remember it as, like, oh, man, the fun is coming to an end, right? Because you're Friday, Saturday, Sunday – or Friday, Saturday, you know, in college and most university settings is, is a lot of fun for a lot of, a lot of students. And I remember uh, all three of us being in, in the same uh, uh, fraternity – um, I remember that though, I, I just, I remember dreading going to the chapter, to the weekly chapter meetings because I, I just, it just was a Sunday night. I did, however, look forward to our wings, uh, after, but, um, yeah, which I, which I definitely miss those times, but, uh, yeah, it's Sunday, Sunday, Sunday just kind of sucks. That's it. Fuck Sunday that. sucks. <laughs> well, Sunday Jared, sucks. it has been a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much for coming. Of course, I'm really. Honored. Oh, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Very honored. I'm very excited to see where this podcast goes. I think it's. I think he, I think it could go. Uh, you know, at, at least, at least to seven episodes. So. Um. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on. Um, yeah, I really. Yeah, appreciate we appreciate it. it. We'll we'll send you the uh, the plaque for honorable first guests on the show. Yeah. We'll send it to you in the mail. That would be very very nice. I actually <laughs> have some gifts I need to send up to you guys uh, from from Florida here. Um, but yeah, it was great uh, great being on, and uh, I look forward to uh, to hearing more episodes uh, yeah. on YouTube. Very entertaining stuff. Absolutely, and if you have any interest in being a guest on the show, please feel free to reach out to us on Twitter. Um, we are obviously open to it. This was a lot of fun. Uh, anything goes here on the 20 take. So it uh, does not make a difference what you want to talk about. Anything goes. I will send Noah that, that video of the, uh, of the car driving the wrong way, almost colliding with me and uh, go check it out on Twitter. Uh, thanks for having me guys. And uh, we'll talk soon. Have a great week, right. everyone. Let's go out there and, yes. uh, let's go out there and take it. Let's go out there and Coffee's take on. It. Coffee's on. Good night.